Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. <laughs> a lot of emotion back at shabooms yeah we gotta do a live at shaboom studios shabooms like. <laughs> 2.0 bro um yeah this is crazy but also at the same time this kind of feels like a thing that we would have done if even if he was here like just have a fucking podcast in this fucking <laughs> Yeah, it just would have been a lot more niggas on the podcast. Yeah. Yo, can we come through? <laughs> hey, turn the th- turn the radio on. Let's record. Hey, Juice, Juice, you should use this song. <laughs> like, bro, I'm not going to uh, risk my livelihood <laughs> trying to get sued. So, you stayed here. Last night. Last night was your first night. Mm-hmm. Was it weird? Actually, no. It wasn't weird. I had one moment because they left a picture of uh, Chance and Cody on the, on the fridge. Mm. So I had one moment. I was like, damn, this shit is fucking crazy. But other than that, it's been cool. Did you ever think you would actually live in this house under these circumstances? Yeah. I.e. without Chance. Not necessarily that Chance would be gone, but. <laughs> it's been different things um of course he always tried to get me to move in here so it was always in my mind like yeah, i might move in on chance yeah even though we would have fucking fought like fucking cats and dogs <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's weird it's a lot of different emotions i've had luckily time to process it yeah like it wasn't just a so since it's not just a spring of the moment thing, I've had, I've had literally years because Stan was saying he was going to, uh, he would, <laughs> if Tori ever moved out, then he would just board it up and then it was dead serious. Really? Just let it Yeah. And fall. he said, unless you want to stay here. So I had time to process it. If it happened the year he died oh hell no yeah i would have never thought about it but now i've had time to process and reflect and yeah it's coming up on the anniversary that is the weird part because initially i was supposed to move in on april 1st which Mm -hmm. is the day we buried him Mm -hmm. so that shit and i don't know how that's gonna make me feel that day but i don't know I th- I think it's, it's okay. I'll be okay. I was more worried. I'm more worried about like all of y'all. Yeah. Like, do you are y'all gonna like y'all come over? It's like it's a lot to get in the door to come over. Mm. So. It's um. 
it's gonna be one of the episodes. It's just, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. I mean, it, I understand. It's a lot, but we're here. We are here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's up with you? <laughs> Listen, I've been going through it for like a week and a half, honestly. That's why I also text you and be like, are you like, cause shit, we could have done this shit at Wendy's, whatever, whatever you wanted to do. But I knew that being late, it was probably best just to do it here. Yeah. Cause honestly, I didn't even think I was going to be getting off work that late today. Um, I was supposed to get off at six 30 and I was actually going to try to slide out a little bit earlier, but then we had reviews. So I was like, ah, shit. But it's cool, especially now that it's like right down the street from the house. Right. The only dilemma is like I used to go from Wendy's to the gym because it was right there. <laughs> right. So, so now, you, now you're like, gonna be like, I'm going home, bro. <laughs> literally, <laughs> like, and then too, like, my tire is fucked up. It's just a lot of shit, man. I'm sick. Fucking the shit with the damn student loans last week that just really fucked my week up yeah i have to figure out a way around that i was just really depressed last week like nothing could every every time i feel like shit's about to start going right because i was literally like getting ready to start saving up for this apartment that i've been looking at that i really like and i'm like every time i think i'm, I'm getting a break i'm stuck karma these motherfuckers try to get us. <laughs> what karma? Shit. Did you do some nobody. evil shit in the past? No. <laughs> Did you ever steal something from a grave or something? No. <laughs> you ever fuck with a witch doctor? A no. cult shit? I can't figure it out. What did I do? Damn. I'm just upset. I'm just I'm just tired. Now I just think about money so differently. Like now I just, I don't want to do anything extra. I don't want to go out. I don't want to buy nothing. I don't want to, I'm just like, <laughs> so defeated feeling and I hate it. Now I feel like I'm just in a complete funk. Yeah, I've been there. Then I had to tell my parents because I was like, I, if they're going to start taking this money on my check, I can't pay y'all like I was paying y'all because. <laughs> I'm fucked, bro. <sighs> So now I feel like they're looking at me like, when is this bitch ever going to get her shit together? (laughs) It's just so much. Everything's dark this week. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's an evil world we live in. (laughs) Thanks, future. Um, Yeah, that's all I got, I guess, for depressing (laughs) shit. What you got? How was your week? A lot better than yours. (laughs) I bet. I'm glad for you. Good looking guys are shitty, apparently. That's what I'm learning. That's why you gotta take the wise advice of Akeem and lower them standards. Where where are my standards? I'm asked this every week. Where are my standards? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. So I, far, you've seen the dudes that I've bruh, been attracted to. No, nah, man, I think those are anomalies. Like, 
Yeah, but I th- that's what I'm saying. I think those two are anomalies. I don't think that's usually your type. Did I show you? No. So he's the one that likes our shit. His Instagram name is. Man, we ain't gonna be able to use none of this shit. <laughs> Just you know, bleep it out. <laughs> bleep out everything. <laughs> yeah. He um, I had to quit talking to him because he decided that he was gonna give me advice on the podcast after listening to an episode maybe a year into it even though he had known about it well before that and he said that I needed to uh, do the podcast on my own I said excuse me what why did he say that he was like yeah the other guy I don't know I just he didn't keep my interest and I said well you're number one super biased number right. two you I'm, listen- a, I'm attacking the dude you are number <laughs> Number two, you listen to one episode after a whole fucking year of us recording. Like, don't give me no feedback after one episode when we have 50 others that you can listen to. If you had listened to our entire archive and you want to come at me with some shit, then I could, you know, maybe take your opinion. But one episode and you want to come at me with this bullshit? Yeah, fuck that dick. Fuck he on. was the one that said that um, black women didn't have any reason to be angry so i am literally attacking the the fuck boy that he was yeah maybe you don't know how to choose it out this way <laughs> but yeah all right we just go play some grimy shit right now <laughs> <laughs> who else has said that we should break up he's the only one good because fuck that nigga. <laughs> yeah no he he just pissed me off altogether he was the one that was like telling me that i was asking too much of him uh, okay communication wise and then so I, this was all the same guy mm-hmm. i said let's just be friends and then he couldn't handle that is that the one that said i i, I hate it for you or whatever mm-hmm. also told me that i had his heart yeah that guy's a fucking boy mm-hmm and since you try to break up our shit, nigga, <laughs> you on the hit list. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> he went to Cali for a whole week and I didn't hear from him. And then he called me a couple days after he got back and I was just so uninterested in the conversation. I was number one half asleep because he called me hella late. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to go to sleep. That happens a lot, though. Like an extended trip can either bring somebody closer or away. I was already. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's the those are one of those things to yeah. where it's on the teeter mm-hmm. and then he called me right before he left and he called me when he got back. But I was already like after that whole like black women comment, I was like, no, I'm done. Speaking of which, this is one thing I did want to talk about. I've been seeing so many people trolling against black men with the like anytime a white dude is dancing, be like, oh, black women. I mean, black dudes are finished. Like, you know, the shit that black, uh, yeah, yeah. like black men do when they see any girl that can shake her ass yeah. somewhat. Be like, oh, they got y'all uh, on the ropes. Y'all yeah. done. I saw somebody post some shit like that. It was like three white girls dancing outside, and they were just like, once they learn how to fry chicken, it's over. And I was like, it leans so uh, much on s- terrible stereotypes about blackness. The worst. And it's, I don't. 
the levels of self-hatred that we are taught and we put up on each other is fucked up at times. Mm-hmm. Be like, damn, bro. Can't we just have a moment where we just on the same shit? <laughs> <laughs> Why is always going to be some wild shit? Like, the idea that what makes you culturally black is eating fried chicken and shaking your ass is textbook out of, like, a white racist. Right. Like, it really makes it seem like you only... Number one, you don't know shit about black culture. Yes. And you want to pull out the most, like, goofy things that have no value right. to use to represent what our culture is. And I had somebody come at me in my mentions because I commented on a post, like, you know, the unpopular opinion thing. They had a soul food one. And somebody was like, uh, I don't eat chitlins, all this other shit, hog ball, all this and then another person was like, that's slave food. And this uh, beautiful young woman read the fuck out of them with all historical facts. Be like, the gag is the only reason we call it soul food is because it's, it was made by the same people. And this other girl was like, serious questions. How is chitlins? No, she was like, "How? I understand what you're saying, but how is fried chicken Um consider slave food at that and she was like girl who do you think was cooking the fried chicken for southern culture she was just asking how is fried chicken not just southern culture mm-hmm. why does it have to be soul food mm-hmm. and girl was like who do you think was cooking it slaves mm-hmm. and so i was just speaking in abstract and i was like i don't even think white people were even frying food before i don't think they were like i feel like slaves taught a lot they brought a lot of cooking techniques that yeah um and so i was just speaking in the abstract and i was like a lot of people don't know things about uh about slavery and african-american culture Mm -hmm. and that one girl thought i was talking about her when i was actually talking about the nigga that was laughing that it was slave food and she was like why do you uh I asked a simple question. I was being honest. Why do you have to think that I don't know anything about our culture when uh, clearly I do? And you're one of the blacks to keep us down by your fake wokeness. And I was like, whoa, my lady. <laughs> Read the fuck out of me. Wait a minute. You now, don't even I have, know me. <laughs> I have noticed that since I changed my picture to have the uh, the, flag. The, the flag behind it, people be coming at me like I'm a hotel. Mm. I am hotep adjacent. I am not a hotep. Hmm. Slightly hotep. But uh yeah, she just came at me and then she asked me, she was like I was I was like I was speaking to the other young lady. So she was like, "What other young lady?" And I was like, "The girl who read that guy and all this and then she didn't say nothing else." On another note, she was fine as hell. Okay, shout out to her. So shout out to you angry fine ass lady. <laughs> If you ever, ever in, if you're listening, what up first? <laughs> and if you like uh, short chubby dudes, holla at your boy. Holla at a nigga. But uh, <laughs> kudos to other my fellow angry black women, because we have every right to be angry. And that you know, like as a black man, 
if we're gonna be on any kind of like romantical shit i'm just gonna need you to have my back as a black woman i think that's where most of it comes from even from black on a black man's standpoint even though black women definitely hold it down way more than we hold it down for y'all but i do think that we hold it down for y'all a lot more than we give y'all credit for. yeah because just because all the fuck boys are out here being loud and stupid yeah and sometimes we don't go at the fuck boys because mm. not because of male solidarity, which mm. is part of it, but I think it's also because man, he ain't convincing them niggas. You, you like, do you really think no matter what the fuck we say to these motherfuckers, they go automatically go from cavemen to astronauts? No, but I feel like if enough, if enough men corrected men, it would slowly start to make some kind of, a but difference. I think it is. I think it, it is getting to that point to where like this old macho toxic masculinity shit is not cool for a lot of us. And we do speak out against it. It's just going to take some time. Like, hell, we all just learned about this shit a couple of years ago. <laughs> some of us have mastered it better, but you have to, uh, bring somebody up with you. You can't just tear them down. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, we have to do that for each other. There's something else I wanted to talk about based on that too. Have you noticed all the the reparation talk? Um, I did see, I did a see and save. I didn't actually watch the video that Trevor Noah has up on Facebook. Oh, why are you looking for that? I, I do have a clip. This is from Julian Castro, who's one of the many niggas running for president. Uh, Trevor What do you mean? Do you think that there should be actual monetary payments to descendants of slaves? Do you support uh, more like what Senator Sanders is talking about, policies such as child care and education that help those who are disadvantaged? Uh, well, you know, what I said was that, um, that I've long believed that uh, this country should address uh, slavery, the original sin of slavery, including by looking at reparations and if I'm president, then I'm going to appoint a commissioner task force to determine the best way to do that. There's a tremendous amount of disagreement on how we would do that. But let me just say something about Senator Sanders' response there, because um, he was also asked this question in 2016. Mm -hmm. What he said on The View, I think, the other day was that he didn't think the best way to address this was for the United States to write a check. To my mind, that may or may not be the best way to address it. However, it's interesting to me that when it comes to uh, Medicare for all, health care, you know, the, the response there has been we need to write a big check, that when it comes to uh, tuition-free or debt-free college, the answer has been we need to write a big check. And so if the issue is compensating the descendants of slaves, I don't think that the argument about um, writing a big check uh, ought to be the argument that you make. That a big check needs to be written hmm. for a whole bunch of other stuff. Interesting. Um, so, if under the Constitution 
we compensate people because we take their property. Why wouldn't you compensate people who actually were property? Woo, bars. Yes. That bars. nigga Trill be on the lookout for him because he might be a sleeper. Hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. But, uh, so I thought about that one. I got into a conversation on Twitter once again. Oh, here it is. So this is called Reparations and White Privilege. That's an interesting question. What do you mean by that? If I... Recently is the key. Recently is the key. Well, the country like deindustrialized, right? So like a lot of people in like manufacturing jobs and stuff like right. But so 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 to your question, to your question, I think you have to understand what the word reparations means first. So reparations, you are repairing something that you have broken. You are paying for something that you were supposed to pay for. Living in America today, who are suffering and are going through pain and strife because of what's happening when it comes to um, you know uh, machines taking jobs, uh, factories becoming industrialized, etc. But reparations is a specific conversation about a specific time in America, and that is black people were slaves. You know what I mean? It, I've even heard people say like, "Oh, but there were some of the Irish who were indentured." Like, yeah, let's slavery. Look at the numbers. Look at the time. Look at the level of work. You could not work toward your freedom. For most black people in America, this was a time when you were that was it. You lived and died as a slave, and so that's what reparations is about. And so I hear what you're saying, but I think that's a completely separate conversation that needs to be had about the now, because if you if you are not careful. What you then do is you combine everybody's suffering into the same ball and you make it seem like all injustices have the same weighting. And they don't, just like crimes. You know, theft isn't the same as murder. We don't try them the same way. And as much as there is a white person who's suffering today, I feel for anybody who's suffering because I know what it's like to be poor. I know what it's like to suffer. I didn't come from a wealthy family. We struggled when I was growing up. But I also understand that there are levels of that suffering. You know, and so sometimes white people, it, it does it does block a white person because you go white privilege and a person goes, I'm poor and I'm white. Where's the privilege? You know, white people are like, I wish I could activate my white privilege. I wish I could do it right now. White privilege. Give me something. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. Trust me, I get it. It is hard to accept that you have benefits because of the color of your skin if you cannot see the benefits that you have. But the thing I try to explain to a person is think of it more like golf. Don't think of it as privilege. Then think of it like a handicap. Right? In golf, they acknowledge that you are in a position where you need so many advantages to be competitive in the game. Right? So what they say is you have a handicap of 15, so that means like you're going to be hitting from this tee and you get more chances to get the ball in because we understand the position you're in. And if you're a black person in America, from slavery, from day one, the number of injustices that have held black people back in America amount to an insurmountable like you you look at you look at black people's freedom you look at black people's land just just land alone the amount of wealth you can you can acquire over time if you own land is exponential because you have the land you have the fact that you can borrow based on the land you have the fact that you can use the money that you have borrowed to grow more wealth you can use it to grow your family's wealth just taking that away from black people alone 
is crippling them. And so you combine that with slavery, and then you look at Jim Crow laws. You didn't let black people in America live in the areas that they wanted to live in. They couldn't get loans from the banks that they wanted to get loans from. And then on top of that, when they started getting the loans from American banks, American banks were found to be giving them higher interest rates when, in fact, they were the same risk as many of the other races that they were. So when you combine all of those things, I think it's safe to say that black Americans have a conversation that they need to be having with the United States. Doesn't involve me, doesn't involve white people, doesn't, it's like, it's like, yo, American government, meet the black people. That's it. Boom. So, <clears throat> it's a lot of, I will admit, I never would have thought that we would be having these complex arguments about actual reparations. Ever. So, it does, as a history nerd, it does make me feel a little cool that we are uh, discussing this also with white people. Mm-hmm. And some of them are trying to understand. But then also, some of them are getting in their feelings. So, I was discussed on Twitter, I said, it's funny that it seems like the only reason that people are not for reparations for black people is because it's giving money to black people. Mm-hmm. And what, a, what but a, is the only form of reparation money? That That's a, a deeper argument, but it seems like a lot of people's view of reparation is, Oh, you're just giving black people free money, which is what one person on Twitter said that I went back at her and I was like, first and foremost, it's not free money. You're trying to thing is free money. Right. But that's their argument that there's no, their argument is as free money. And therefore they're pretty much saying that, that they're saying that giving money to that is not going to fix the situations. That's what some people are saying. Mm -hmm. And then some people are just saying that they don't think the black people should be given something for free because for one, based on what we talked about last week about college, they already assume that we get stuff free, mm-hmm. such as food stamps and all this other shit that they get free and they, and all these good white people would work for and they just give it to black people. That's the logic we're trying to break through. That's the ice that we're trying to get through. Right. So when I posted that, um, one of uh, Chance's frat brothers that I always correspond with on Twitter, he he was more so going at against that argument that is free money and that he was he wasn't he's a liberal he's a white liberal but on that he was trying to understand exactly how do you uh that he he was saying that he doesn't think that everybody thinks it's free money but you have to understand why some people would be uh wary of that conversation Mm -hmm. but i was also saying that it's this is money based on wages that we were shut out of, like Trevor Noah was talking about. When our when our ancestors were set free, for the most part, most of them were not giving a he, uh, a helping hand. Mm-hmm. They uh they had a, the Freedmen's Bureau, which if you do any ancestry stuff, that gives you a lot of information based on some of your ancestors, like who may have owned them and stuff like that. So you could rebuild your families because that was the most important part about slavery ending. You had to go and find your family. Mm-hmm. One such story is that one of my great, 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 whatever grandparents, 
it was 18 of them and they were all split up and most of them never never found each other yeah or knew about each other so those are the kind of struggles that we're talking about or that black people were not legally able to own property in most of the united states when you don't own property you cannot pass that down to your right you don't have children. that chance at generational wealth it's just like somebody we know um is about to sell their parents house in five points they built that house in 1920 so when they built it it wasn't worth what it is now mm-hmm. but now by selling land in five points in huntsville that is huge generational wealth that's going to pass up. that's four generations later yeah so. i think what people also don't really understand about not just reparations but even just like what the whole i don't like calling slavery a movement but i guess it could be considered a movement but it slavery was not just about taking these people with a different skin color and treating them like shit and holding them holding them back but it was it was also to strip every single black person of everything that they had that made them human right and exactly. what what people don't understand is like when when you're stripped of all of your humanity, you don't know where you came from. You don't know who your people are. You don't have any way to survive on your own without white people. Or return back to whatever homeland you could have came from. You literally, you're physically and mentally lost in the world. So, when when you're talking about that on like a generational scale and things that get passed down from generation to generation that gets passed down that that not knowing who you are knowing where you came from or knowing who your people are or not being able to survive on your own that gets passed down so the government thinks that monetary reparations is the best way that they would even be able to begin to, to repair right. all that fucked up shit. Right. So to think to, to even have the idea that it's free money is really fucking bullshit because <laughs> <laughs> all this shit that these generations had to endure is back pay. Like if you understand back pay, then you should understand, you should understand that this reparations is not just free money. Right. Going along with this, this is an example of how slaves have been stripped of even their image. Um, I believe it was in Harvard. It was one of these Ivy League schools. But one of the former professors there uh, in like 1830s, he got, uh, he did a study of, uh, well, he did a study of Negroes. He was trying to prove that Negroes are of a a lesser human, more ape-like and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he took uh, are they called derographs, those early photo- photos that were printed on a steel image, and then like it's not like the pictures we take now, but I think it's a derograph or something like that. I feel like I know the word, and it's on the tip of my tongue. But um, 
So one of the two of the people of the slaves that they took a picture of, one woman is the descendant of both of them. And she's been able to trace her family back. And the image of her, uh, I think it's her fifth great grandfather, is one of the most published images in slavery. So she sued Harvard. This is the picture. You've seen that picture in tons of history books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Tamara Lanier. And uh, the Harvard scientist was Louis Agassi, who was a white supremacist uh, theorist who also worked on glaciers. I mean, the jokes write themselves on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guys, the descendant was named Renty. Mm-hmm. And he was a slave who originated from the Congo and was brought to America. And so that's an example of the, like, even our images are not our own. Mm-hmm. All the blackface shit. That is literally people make mocking our looks and telling us what an image of a black person is, what it should really look like. So I just really want to know, like, what white ancestors think of people like Lisa Rinna and her super, super full balloon lips and like, I just just really want to know rolling over in their fucking grave, whoever, you know, was putting on like minstrel shows and shit and whoever drew up Sambo. I just want them to see white people now. (laughs) (laughs) Your people wild, bro. (laughs) They out here with all the nigga features. They probably the grave like that's stupid. <laughs> Use your common sense. Like we worked all these years to make these niggers beneath you, and you want to look like right? <laughs> yeah. But like the great Paul Mooney said, everybody want to be a nigga till it's time to be a nigga. Mm. A word. But you know what the sad thing is? If we were able to get reparation, the larger class would just say, y'all don't have an excuse anymore. Yeah. They don't give us an excuse for anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at the the, uh, the Jesse Smollett to shit harder. today. Oh, I which saw that. I don't know what the fuck happened. And I'm just going to reserve judgment. Now, I, I don't believe none of these niggas. I'm very the Police confused. included. <laughs> I'm very confused. But they got on TV. Rahm Emanuel up there being angry, saying that this is a whitewash of justice. Nigga, your police department that you signed off on literally killed Laquan McDonald, destroyed evidence at all of the businesses around it, and then let those niggas off. That this happened three years ago. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is clearly what y'all do. And so y'all mad that y'all put all this money and energy in trying to get this nigga who supposedly made up this story, and y'all couldn't pin the nigga to it, so y'all mad. Fuck you. Now y'all mad. And I, 
I know some people are going to listen to some shit I might have said before. Fuck it. We make <laughs> mistakes. But I don't know what the fuck happened. But, uh, uh, but I am not going to feel sorry for Chicago PD. That I would be more... I would look more at the niggas that's uh, killing niggas as a uh, a whitewash of justice. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely not upset at Chicago PD. I'm I'm still confused. I'm very confused. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, and then it's a whole bunch of people trying. Did he to, even have to pay like any fines or any? Because I mean, they did have. I to think do they said it was like a ten thousand dollar fine, which is nothing for him. Yeah, but I mean, he ain't gonna be able to work for. It's gonna, it's gonna be harder for him to get work. I mean, it's 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 interesting that he will not be charged, but it's gonna be interesting to see how he's gonna be able to uphold his career from here on out. Like, it's gonna take some years, I feel like, before people start trying to book him for real heavy hitting roles you know he's gonna have to take like lower budget things yeah he gonna have to go on the quote-unquote chickens i mean the chitlin circuit he might have to go indie you know make his own shit <laughs> like honestly because right now nobody can trust him and i heard that they're uh, about to start writing him or they've already started writing him off of empire yeah so you lost i mean you ain't have to do no time but you, you might have lost it all and also and a weird twist that goes into other interests of mine. Uh, 20th Century Fox was bought out by Disney. Therefore, the people that run Empire are literally the mouse. The mouse don't have time for your fuck shit. This is true. The mouse is a powerhouse. <laughs> um. Oh, this is how we gonna wrap this shit all the way up. Uh-oh. Because this shit worked out. You know Mickey Mouse was actually based on minstrels? Kind of. Like, looking back, looking at the vintage ones. Yeah, it's based on... Because he's a little black mouse. With white gloves. With white gloves. Yeah, I felt like... Because wasn't it for... Like, when it... Okay, I'm, like, losing my mind. Having so many thoughts at once, can't get it out. But when Mickey Mouse was first the thing, it was it was during like the silent film time. Yeah. So at first I thought it was more like Mimey, which is why it's he had based the gloves. Pa- partially on mimes, but it's also based on you gotta like we saw during Black History Month for some reason <laughs> that uh blackface was a big thing at one time. Yeah. And everybody was doing it. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. But also that's because still happening. The today. cartoons that we grew up on were there was a I think eleven cartoons that are so racist that they are never shown Porky again. Pig. No, it's a it's eleven like actual cartoon films that can never be shown again. Oh, uh, well, I always thought Porky Pig, Foghorn Leghorn, um, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry has a lot of racism in it, especially when it has Mammy Two Shoes in it, mm-hmm. the uh, mate, and then the is you is or is you right. <laughs> The, the one blues player. Um, what else? But those are just the ones we see. Daffy. I feel like they all had like... Uh, you know like when they'll shoot somebody and their face goes black and they're... Uh, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And those aren't by accident. Like you think we're being conspiracy theorists. No, we're being dead fucking serious. That shit is based on 
blackface. But they also always, like in these cartoons, there's always one character that's like a misfit or like literally the color of the character is black and they're the ones that are like always into some shit. You know what I'm saying? Scarred and liking. Tasmanian Devil. (laughs) Daffy Duck. Um, Bugs Bunny. But yeah. Bugs Bunny also has a lot of menstrual mm-hmm. shit in his whole thing, mm-hmm. which I love Bugs Bunny stuff. So it's, it's crazy to think about. The it's the levels of this shit is so crazy. But like, like there was, I think, 11 films that were so racist that like in the 80s, they were like, you know what, guys? I don't think we need to play this shit ever again. So people our age have never seen them. Hmm. But if you watch Bamboozled, the Spike Lee movie, Mm-mm. at the end, he shows clip that I love that movie. Especially now, <coughs> it has aged very well. If you have time, go watch that movie. But the last, it's a montage at the end of the movie. You can find it on YouTube where he shows images from that era of cartoons. And it's just the most heinous, fucked up shit you've ever seen. And then you can finally get an idea of, oh, this is, this was a thing. Mm-hmm. We're not basing this on just we feel a certain type of way. No, this was a thing that our parents, grandparents, and great grandparents had to live with. Mm-hmm. And so for you to just be like, y'all niggas need to get over it. Disney just bought 20th Century Fox for 70 fucking million dollars. The idea that Walt Disney made most of his money. Off blackface. <laughs> and if you've ever seen Songs of the South, which we talked about in our other episode with the Uncle Remus stories, the zippity doo Yeah. Those were blockbusters. I feel like there was... Um, and a lot of anti-Jewish uh, cartoons and those early distance things. He was a very big anti-Semite. Yeah, I feel like I've heard talk about that, but also that he was racist... Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because the time that, you know. Yeah. I assume every white person back then was racist. And if somebody say they weren't racist, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> Nigga, you got to show me receipts. Okay. <laughs> I need and I don't mean proof. slave receipts. <laughs> That's I fucked up. Li- <laughs> okay, Black Friday. No, I need living proof. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> what you've learned all this time prior uh and recently in your life is not right and we're literally trying to tell you why so you can't so even even though like this is this is unbiased and 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 you just think that this is the way of the world you got to be open to other people's views of life because there's some shit outside of what you've been taught and what you've been fed in the same vein i'm also gonna say some of these niggas you can't trust the shit they be saying because some of these niggas just uh just learned about some shit and they don't know or can explain the shit but they on some fuck shit true so trust but verify <laughs> right there has there, there's got to be uh a why behind 
right. whoever you're listening and to. And then to play devil's advocate against myself again, sometimes people don't have the vocabulary to yeah. express their communication. And this goes for the same when you're talking to some white people. They don't have the commu- they don't have the vocabulary to express their feelings or express their views. So they may say stuff that may trigger you. Mm. That's why at least ask follow-up questions to try to see what they're really saying. Now, if they're saying some fuck shit, don't sit there and just listen to some fuck shit. But if you think that they honestly may not be able to explain to you what they're trying to say, give trust but verify. (laughs) Right, and don't just retort as soon as you hear something that you disagree with. Ask questions. And another important thing on dialogue is if you're discussing something with somebody, don't assume that they believe a certain thing that you may have seen on Facebook yeah. or seen on Twitter. Yeah. And you think, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I hate when niggas do that shit. White people and black people included in this niggas. Um, <laughs> but when they're like, oh, I know what you're about to say. No, nigga, you don't know what the fuck I'm no, about to don't. say. Right. <laughs> I have a unique experience that other people may not have. Mm-hmm. So that's why you should always listen to whoever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They may have some shit that you never even thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, We got to go one other thing and okay. then we're good. Mm-hmm. So did you see the Daniel Caesar shit? I saw a little clip. Didn't he go on like live or something on Instagram? Drunk as fuck. Yeah, what do you say? Like, why do y'all give? Like, why are y'all mean to white people? Why is it okay to be mean to white people? And, and when they give y'all the same energy, y'all are upset or something. Yeah, and it was more so on the the yes jewels shit because apparently I guess he either fucked with her or something. Yeah, but he was like, it's just like with jewels. Why are y'all picking on jewels? Yeah, some I was listening to a podcast actually this morning, a new one that I discovered, and uh, it's two black women, and they were just like Daniel Caesar when he did that. He sound like a nigga that's that didn't fuck with a white woman and fell in love, and now <laughs> he feel like all these niggas going against me. Right, like now he gotta be brother soldier. <laughs> that's kind of what Joe Button them said on theirs, but the angle that I was looking at it as. Cause somebody tweeted this and they were like, they were like, Daniel Caesar reminds me of that black person who always says, well, I got picked on for liking comics or liking anime. Uh, they said I was white. Like, and he, the person was like, bro, you gotta, it's a lot of people out here walking around with that anger from their childhood. Yeah, You gotta understand that people were ignorant okay we didn't have the vocabulary to express our emotions Mm -hmm. so we cannot let that become a handicap to where we think anytime uh black people are going against somebody that that's the same struggle you went through right no it's different yes jules was literally going at black women I, i barely know who she is but apparently like she's an influencer Mm, aren't we all but uh (laughs) exactly but uh she she's used her influence to uh try to act like she's part of the culture like hip-hop culture is she the one 
that they were talking about is like hosting some like music festival shit and she <laughs> wanted to wear a shirt that said like nigga what's uh, up niggas or something like she had she was mad at like her boyfriend or something and it was a, a nigga shirt it said like niggas be lying or yeah that's what it was that's her she's also so. the one that got on that podcast and called out karen civil and my boo scotty b for calling her out yeah and then tried to say that they were hating because uh black men fuck with her this is my thing if you gotta ask the motherfucking question you already know the answer to it how so so you 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 got this shirt on and you want to post it on the internet and ask people is it okay to wear it number one do you ask people that with every single piece of clothing that you put on no Mm. you asking people about this particular shit because you know that it's politically charged you know that some people are going to be upset about it so you already have the answer like you just wanted to start shit but it's a lot of black men, Daniel Caesar included, who are riding for her and trying to go and, bro, some of the shit that I saw people repost those so fucked up, like, niggas were going at them, like, just calling them Uncle Tom and all this shit. Yeah, and just gotta be more careful. When you have a certain amount of following on certain platforms, y'all just gotta be a little bit more... And also... <laughs> Either care or don't care. Just because you like black people don't mean that you can't be racist. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Just because you got a fat ass and niggas like fat asses don't mean you honorary black. Just because you done fucked some black dick and sucked some black dick don't mean that you get to be down with the niggas. If that was the case, all our white ancestors who owned us, who are blood related to us. (laughs) I'm still looking at J-Lo sideways sometimes for saying niggas and in 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 the fucking shit with Ja Rule and Ja Rule at that shit slide. Like, I still think about that. It but, haunts me a little bit. But at the same time, that's what they call the New York rules. Uh, she is Puerto Rican. No, she is Puerto Rican. I know she's Puerto Rican. And as we've discussed on this episode, on this podcast, some of them are the descendants of uh, uh, slaves. A lot of them are. And in New York, they are considered black to a degree. I'm not saying that it was right. <laughs> I'm just saying that that one's kind of different. Fat Joe is a white, cute, uh, white, uh, a white Hispanic and says nigga. I feel more different about him saying it. And the fact that Ja Rule wrote that for J Lo. I thought Fat Joe was black. No. DJ Khaled? No. Middle Eastern. I know he ain't black. Weed. <laughs> Me, nigga. <laughs> Khaled. And his son's name is Assad. Like, that's so Middle Eastern. Yo, that nigga hosted the Kids' Choice Awards this past week. I saw. Janelle Monae was there, too. But, yo, let's get back to this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this Day of Caesar thing. <clears throat> we gotta let, like, all right. I'm I'm speaking from because I know you experienced this as well as me. We were said that we they we were told that we act white, which if anybody listens to this podcast, I dare them to feel that way. <laughs> we are black as fuck. Surely, 
show live. It's just people people try to define blackness by stupid things. And the I do think a lot of people focus on the well, we shouldn't tell black people it's not right to be smart and that's acting white. That shit is not really what people be saying. Mm-hmm. It's tons of black people that everybody know that is smart and all this shit, and they don't call them acting white. That acting white shit is partially from, like I said, people not knowing the vocabulary to say, oh, you kind of just a fuckboy. Uh, shade. Shade. Baby, just maybe. The reason all these black guys say they don't date white women, I mean, they don't date black women because they didn't like them growing up because they like comic books and all this other shit. Maybe that's just bullshit because you a fuck boy. Like, it's tons of black nerds and black women who are nerds and other people who like the same shit as you, bro. Maybe you just fucking trash. True. It's just like all these whining ass, uh, like the whining white dudes that were mad at Captain Marvel. Bro, maybe you're just a trash human being. Have you ever considered that? We are tired of you guys. But I am also laughing at all the jokes they had about Daniel Caesar. Because you could tell that people really just love Daniel Caesar's music. And they were waiting for these jokes to get off. Because they were at they that nigga's neck. Roasted his ass. When they said he looked like the girl from Dr. Phil who said, uh, I'll never be like one of those niggas. <laughs> Somebody like, said he looked like a Zubat. Bro, the best one. I cannot unsee that. Is a, f- a fruit bat. Fruit bat. Bro, I died all day. And every time I saw his picture pop up, I just thought fruit bat. And then I started thinking, what was... uh. Robin Williams' character in Fern Gully, the bat, he looks just like that. Nigga. That's what I literally thought of. I forgot that was Robin Williams. I'm a little batty Aww, bat. Fern Gully. I used to love that fucking movie. All right, here's the real question. Will you ever be able to listen to Best Part again? Yeah. I ain't canceling days. I'm music. Not. I'm not canceling it. I'm sorry. This is this is a teachable lesson. He's he's young and he's going through some shit. Now, Joe Button did air that nigga out because apparently he called Joe Button and was trying to clear it up. And he asked Joe Button, like he told Joe Button something like, I, I also have been turned down by a woman I've been trying to go after. And I understand why that can make you angry. And Joe Button was like, I wasn't trying to date yes, Jules. But clearly he had been told that because she's been going around telling people that Joe Budden was trying to fuck her. I mean, I could believe that he was trying to fuck her. But that don't mean shit. Yeah, true. Also, when people be like, uh, you were all in my DMs. Okay, so because I was horny, right. did that mean? <laughs> yeah, I hate that shit too. <laughs> like, It's tons of people that could get it that have no idea. Everybody thirsty. Right. And it's not like and then I hate when people are like, you were saying I was ugly, but you were in my DMs. You both could be true. <laughs> Listen. Hey, bro. Sometimes you got to get these numbers off. <laughs> like, you, you might be ugly, but I ain't worried about your face. Right. Must be ass because it ain't <laughs> your face. Tip drill. But 
that's that's another thing we have to be honest about. Sometimes we attract some weird shit that we can't fucking that. Just because I would fuck you doesn't mean anything. Mm. I would fuck tons of people. Hmm. I feel attacked. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> J.K. But yeah, it's just like fucking somebody doesn't make you not racist. Because I have heard many people who have who have parents of a different race who have told me horror stories about some of the shit that they had experienced. Like I you mean, can't date uh, dark skinned girls. We know a couple people that had had that life. So I mean, there are people out here who really just want mixed babies. And it's just, that's why it always pisses me off when people are like, I just think mixed babies are so perfect. They have the best of everything. Best of both worlds. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all clearly ain't seen no ugly mixed people. What the fuck is the, what the, what the, fuck is the best of both worlds when y'all think that black people are the worst they of everything? They're black without all of the Negro features. Like, get that shit out of my face. What are y'all bringing to the table now this way? <laughs> like shit that I didn't really realize was fucked up until now but he used to say shit like oh if we have kids like I hope we have a son so he can play football and have names like you know cliche like black boy names like Deshaun and shit and I was just like my nephew's name is Deshaun Aww. <laughs> his first name is Nikendrum cause you know it's Nikendrum Deshaun yeah, yeah. yeah um it's just a lot of like people don't realize that you can you can be in relationships with people and I, I'm not gonna call it love because there's just I don't think that's that's not love. It's toxic love. Right. Like you might think it's love, but it's not. Like you can be in relationships with people from another race and still be racist. In the same way as you could be only attracted to women and hate women. Ve- Look at that analogy. That's perfect. That's very perfect because, whoo, man. There's tons of them niggas out here. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus. More than half of the population, it seems. Yeah. You can always tell, too, like when people be saying shit, you be like, oh, you just don't like women. Really? <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> like, are you sure you like women? <laughs> 100% sure. But yeah, tons of niggas uh, like women and hate women at the same time. Mm-hmm. Love is blind. It will take over your mind. What you think is love is really not. You need to elevate and find. Right. Is that our end? <laughs> is it? You got anything else? Anything? Oh, I feel Do like you have it. any questions, comments, concerns? Praise reports. <laughs> that was so churchy. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> okay, one thing I did want to discuss with you is I've been uh networking with some of these uh other creators. Yeah, I've been noticing all of the messages and I I just I honestly unlinked myself from the Twitter because it was getting to the point where like I would get notifications and then like 
I would tap on the notification and it would automatically put me in the suburban pod page and uh-huh. I'd be trying to respond to shit. And I'm like, Oh no, like I don't want to respond under our account. Let me switch out. So I was like, I don't want to fuck up and like say some shit. Cause I've definitely done that. <laughs> Cause I'll be wilding on my Twitter page. I don't want to <laughs> like, that's how he got into that sports argument with Lex on our page. I yeah, was like, and I was getting all those notifications. I bet Kim hate me right now. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Lex responded to you. What? <laughs> but yeah. How? <laughs> right. But yeah, I've been networking with people. Uh, there's one, uh, the girl on Instagram, she has, they do like video vlogging, but mm-hmm. they call it a podcast also. They uh, call Wavy. Oh, also, people have been sending me for us to submit our fucking podcast again on oh, Google. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, I'm definitely going to work on that sometime. Mm, mine as well. Um, wavy Visions. Oh. Did you, I don't know if you read it. Because she did a thing where, shout out to, um, if you have a local business or something, shout out. Oh, they want to have us on their show. Yes. Now they're A and M kids, but they have their stuff on it airs on Facebook, and YouTube. That's what's up. So I said I would talk to you, possibly seeing every second and fourth Sunday. I'm down. Um. Also, who else have I been communicating with? Just other people. Just trying. Also, somebody bought two of our shirts today. I so. saw that. That shit is dope as fuck. Merch lit. <laughs> they got this uh this uh, Saturn V shirt and also the uh the white tee. Mm. So diversifying. The Saturn V one is gonna be a hit. So yeah, if you need that information, look at our uh link tree on IG or on Twitter and get some merch all that shit um and yeah um so now we have this studio yay is this gonna be our uh, recording home now yeah I think it is also I need your uh, creative skills to help with this space decorating it's like my um, kryptonite. I'm broke though, so <laughs> we gonna have to do this the shit on a budget. I got you. All those pictures I have out there though was the shit that was on my walls. I saw that. The Kanye claws, the infamous Kanye one. I need a dope ass mural in here. I have a mural of all the artists I used to love in high school. I mean, in college, and it also includes some of our friends at home. Go right here, go right here. I want the flag behind me because that shit dope. <laughs> so you want the flag over there? Yeah. I think I'm gonna put a bookshelf here too, or I might put it in this closet and put a TV in there. And then also in the garage, I was thinking of maybe getting a green screen or something. Hmm. We got we got space. We can play now. We'll have to figure it out. Because if you put that flag up, those colors are very strong. Yeah. So we have to work work with that, around that. That's why I want to collaborate. We got to do this shit. 
This is both of us. I'm with it. Um, I'm also planning. I'm. A, we need to figure out: Are we gonna do this one year anniversary party or not? We got a house to do it though. Y'all niggas come over and break my shit. Y'all get the fuck out there. That's what I was going to ask. Like, <laughs> do you really want niggas in your new shit? I mean, but we're all grown at this point. I don't feel like we would honestly fuck shit up the way we used to. That shit used to be wild. Or would we? <laughs> or would we? I mean, every time we had that party for chance, we revert back to being 20 again. At the end of the, By the end of the night, we're just like. Yeah. Colton can't come. <laughs> <laughs> Colton is banned from Shaboobs too. I mean, I, I told him that too. I was like, "No, you can't come over my shit." We can either do it or rent out an Airbnb, like we first initially were talking about for the Christmas party. We'll figure it out. It's up to you. I mean, when of course, is, of course when if we do it here, it's going to be free. Right. Our anniversary is um, Cinco de Mayo. Is it really? Or the week before? I think we recorded on. April the 30th or something and we put it up that first weekend in May yeah I remember distinctly do you remember the first September um so yeah are we gonna do that or not cause the king was like is this really gonna happen I was like yeah yes I mean all we need is people honestly yeah, BYOB, B-Y-O-B <laughs> niggas. That's where it's at. Y'all can't come in my goddamn uh, rooms because it's carpet in this motherfucker. Y'all take y'all goddamn shoes off. True, or bring some tarp. <laughs> right, and Cooper will be outside. Everybody in the garage. <laughs> that would actually be perfect. That's exactly what used to happen here. But y'all niggas ain't ducking off fucking in my rooms like y'all niggas used to. No, we're too, we're too that. <laughs> That's why I do not have beds in here yet because y'all ain't going to use my shit for a fuck bed. Wait, you think not having beds is going to stop niggas from fucking if they want to fuck while they drunk? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Mm-mm-mm. Not at all. Um, but yeah, we could do it. Especially if we do it in the garage, we could put up some little string lights. Take pictures in front. We could honestly do it single to my own weekend. Okay, so yeah, that's what we maybe six, seven, eight. That's what we gotta work on. So, um, a good way of support of helping. Maybe. We do accept donations also. I need to set up a, a cash app. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. <gasps> we might as well. We have to now. At this point. See, that's why I can't talk to people. People be hyping me up to do shit. <laughs> it only take like one person. You should like, no, bro, I ain't gonna do that shit. Come on, nigga. Okay, you right. <laughs> YOLO. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. You can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.